The Hump, episode 15, BB-8, Seattle. The Hump, episode 15, BB-8 Seattle. Welcome to The Hump, your show about how to get one over in this thing called life. This is Brent Bowen. Chad Beelan. Oh, BB-8 does not stand for the robot that was prominently in the, the newest yeah. Star Wars film, Star Wars films. Although I do own a BB-8, it's not nearly life-size like, um, like Yoda. Yeah, or like, my, yeah, a little robot. Little, yeah. And I got the, I think Sphero makes those little... Apple iPhone. Shout out to Sphero. Shout out to Sphero. We expect the sponsorship next episode, Sphero. So, what are we drinking tonight? I picked it out. I should know, but I'm going to let you. Yeah, it's a little uh, Alesmith, Evil Dead Red Ale. Evil Dead Red. You do like the Reds. I do like the well, the Reds. Are you a communist? I'm not a communist. I just like to drink them. Yeah. You are a fan. I, uh, I'm a I fan. I like a Red Ale. I, yeah. Not you as much as you. Yeah, you and I kind of grew up on the Red Ales. When Becca used to work at Pony Express, that was probably one of their better beers was the Red. Yeah. The other uh, thing about this beer is, did you see the ABV on it? I did not. If your old eyes oh. can't see it, it's 6.66%. Devil. <laughs> it's Satan's Brew. Were you a fan of the Evil Dead movies? It's been way too long, man. Army no. of Darkness? Yeah, I mean, I've seen that. It's, yeah. Okay. It's fine. Well, so Showtime, I think it's Showtime. Either Showtime or yeah, Stars. Yeah, they got a and They've got Ash and the Evil Dead. And so I've started, I'm getting to the point now where I'm still working late. And Becca's gone to bed and she's like, don't watch that episode without me. Mm-hmm. So I need to pick something that she would never want to watch. Yes. That qualifies. That qualifies. Except there's a lot of screaming and it wakes her up. And she's like, can yeah. you turn that down? That's always kind of awkward too. You have to constantly have your finger on the volume button because you want to, you can't hear it because you're, we're getting old. But yes. You can't, can hear the screaming. Can't hear the dialogue, can hear the screaming. That's exactly what I was doing. Yeah. So what are we toasting tonight? Uh, well, my uh, oldest is, uh, it's her 18th birthday today. 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 I was wondering because you were a little later than normal, not a board meeting. So I knew you were going to be a little later. I was sitting there wondering, going, did he have last minute pl- did uh did Chad's daughter set up like her graduation last minute plans that you just found out about at noon and did I miss a text? No, we got relegated to uh last night to celebrate because uh, uh the boyfriend had at first first priority. The boyfriend? Yeah. This is getting kind of serious, isn't it? Should we have the boyfriend on the show? Probably not. I don't think it's I think they're they're smart enough, they're going to different colleges and like what sense does it make that we try to make this work long distance? I think it's I smart thinking, of them. And Yeah. Well, I was thinking we could give him the Casino Royale treatment. Yeah. Put the cane chair, cut out the bottom. Not. <laughs> not. I don't like any of them, but that may be a little harsh. This is a little aggressive. This one's not. It, there's no need with this. Probably one. not coming over again if we do that. Yeah. The last boyfriend, it would have been okay to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I cared for him much. No, I don't think we were a fan of 
either of the previous ones, but yeah. What are you going to do? Well, let's, let's toast. Cheers, oldest daughter, to your 18th birthday. Salute. Speaking of milestones, uh, our producer, we have a new producer this evening. It's not just a stand-in. He's probably going to be our full-time studio producer. I like to think it's, uh, you know, kind of an interview. It's a trial. We'll, we'll see how he does. Yeah, he's went through his first, I don't know if you call it major, but at least minor surgery. He had his wisdom. It's a life moment, a little milestone. Had his wisdom teeth taken out. Sitting over there looking like a chipmunk. They grow up so fast. They do grow up. They do grow up fast. He's just happy to be out of the room where we sequestered him. So, yes. Big Si, you have anything to say? How are you feeling over there, G? Uh, fine. Fine? I just need ice on my cheeks. What? Oh, you just need ice on your cheeks bad? Yes. You could take the, here, take the beer bottle, hand him the beer bottle, and he can put that. Yeah, just put that out against your face. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. Does that feel good? Problem solved. All right. So toast, toast to him. To successful, your su- successful lack surgery. of wisdom teeth. Lack of wisdom teeth. Oh, and speaking of new producer, so the old producer, we should probably toast Jay. Yeah. He's, I think, unpacking boxes right now. It's somewhere in Colorado. Moving on up. Yeah. Somewhere in Colorado Springs. I'd love me a good Colorado summer, man. That's a, some of my favorite weather. Maybe we could check up with him at some point. I don't want to stay with him. You don't want to stay with him. <laughs> no, we, we can go up there, but you know, you, you, we've graduated beyond. Food, yeah, I'm not beyond, uh, beyond futons. Sleeping on a crusty old couch is probably <laughs> that ship has sailed. All right, well, let's toast Jay yeah, and his big move. Jay, good luck. You're, you're. We're thinking about you tonight. Good luck. So. Um, What'd you guys, what'd you guys do last week? <clears throat> we went and did some hiking up in Parkville. They got like a nature sanctuary there and kicked it around there for a while and then just went downtown and did the usual, explored and went to ITAP. We didn't go to ITAP. No, okay. we did get, when, when you say, when you say we do the usual, I think ITAP and Milwaukee's delicatessen. Yeah, that's, that's like, <laughs> those are, uh, the usual. The, yeah, that's usually the usual, but uh, now we went to, uh, uh, Double Shift Brewing and Torn Label Brewing, they opened okay. their tap rooms on the same exact day three years ago. So they both had a oh, anniversary party. Over. Okay. So they had some, uh, Double Shift was pumping out some, some funky brews. They had like a oatmeal stout that they, uh, soaked some birthday cake in. Oh. It's all right. A little too that. kitschy for me. Okay. I mean, it was, you know, done. The thought. Yeah, but uh, they had some other good ones, though, too. They had a few new sours, and usually they'll have, like, a couple new beers, but they had, like, eight new beers on that day alone, so it was pretty did cool. Did they keep them on tap, or they... They would tap. They only did, like, you know, that's a pretty small microbrewery, so uh, yeah. they had planned ahead and basically did, like, a couple, either a keg or two of each one, and then they staggered them throughout the day, so... They were rotating. At 1 o'clock, they tapped one, and then at, you know... Three o'clock, they tapped one, and it's almost like going to see a concert. It's like, hey, you've got your opening act, yeah, and then we're working through the acts throughout the day. Yeah, it was packed though, but that's cool. That's probably one of my favorite little microbreweries here in Kansas City. Well, we didn't, uh, we didn't do a show two weeks ago too. I was going to ask you about the you and I've already talked about this a little bit, but uh, two weekends ago, you and your wife, Di, were out speaking of breweries. 
I think it was two weekends ago, you guys were kicking it on the uh, little scooters that are causing all sorts of Oh, yeah, the birds, yeah. The birds. Yeah. Because you were torn label. You took those torn label, right? Well, we stalked some people because you can check it out on the app and see where they are. And we saw these people heading to torn label. Okay. And they parked them and went and got a beer. So we stole their birds, (laughs) rode them around for, you know, half hour or so. Uh, It's a pretty good deal. It's a, a dollar and then 15 cents a minute. Okay. I mean, it's not cheap, but no. they're pretty damn entertaining. And uh, it's funny because we, we tooled around there, around the, the uh, East Crossroads for a while. And then, like, well, let's go back to Torn Label and have a beer. And as we were pulling up, the couple that we stole them from, they came down. They're like, are you guys done with those? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, thank God. We went and had a beer. And we came back, and they were gone. And like, They were going to be Ubering it. Yeah. yeah. So if they had it. You know what? They'll probably invent. It's kind of like it reminds me of that episode we had uh with uh, Kathy, where you were telling me about the locks, where they lock the back of the seats so they can't recline. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could see somebody inventing, like, boots that would go on these birds to where it's like a bird boot. Well, you could take one of those those U-shaped bike locks, and you could just put it through the wheel, and then it You lock it, nobody could take it. But it was funny, because we were tooling around, like, this parking lot. Di and I just doing, like, circles, like, idiots, you know, because it was fun. And uh, there's these two older guys sitting outside of one of these buildings, and they're like, hey, what's the deal with these? I've seen, like, 20 people on there. Is, like, somebody selling these? Like, all of a sudden, I see them everywhere. It's like, tell them a little bit about the bird story, and they're like, oh, it's pretty cool. So, what do you, What's your take on that? I mean, I've seen the news. It's, it seems like almost every day on the news, they have some sort of news report about not so much in Kansas City, people having problems, but in other cities where... People are just taking them and throwing, like throwing them into bodies of water. But they know who's rented it. Yeah, I don't. Or I don't know. I guess you don't have to rent it. If you're a yeah. dick, you could just you just pick it up and take off with it. Yeah, but uh, you know. Okay. They probably make so much money on them, they can afford to to lose a few of them. But so no, they're pretty cool. Yeah. How big are they? Are they like one of it's those like a standard scooter, like a razor, like one of those razors? Yeah, a little scooters. bit bigger than that. Okay. But they're electric, and you get going, and it's got a little throttle and a brake, and, you know, you can get going pretty pretty good on them. How fast do you think you can get up? 20, 20 miles an hour. 20 miles an hour. Good okay. balling. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's cool. I'll have to, I'll have to go try them before they... I don't it. think they're going to ban them. I mean, a lot of cities are, but they, they seem to like them here. I mean, the all the mayor and stuff I've seen, they're like... Mm. Hasn't had, he hasn't had a problem with them? No, I mean, it's probably until late. somebody gets hit and killed with one, but, you know. Well, you can do that just walking the street. Yeah, that's the thing, too. I mean, it's kind of a, it's funny. It's like, I've seen tons of people riding them, and they're very adamant when you rent it. Like, you have to wear a helmet, you have to do this. I've yet to see one person wear a helmet. And it's like, you're not allowed on the street, or not allowed on the sidewalks. People ride them on the sidewalks. Like, there is a little uh, little chaos going on, but. Yeah, that's their, that's their legal team, I think, with the helmets. They're like, hey, it was there, in disclosure. Yeah, and then they have, like, have their help, you know. some city officials tooling around on them, and they're on the fucking sidewalk without a, without helmet, a helmet. helmet. I'm like, you know, but they're saying, you know, oh, we'll take it to you if you, you're riding them on the sidewalk. But, you know, Kansas City's not the most bike-friendly city. We're getting there. They're adding more bike lanes, but uh, there's a lot of streets, man. I, I wouldn't want to be out there with cars on. No. No, I definitely would. I would want to be on the sidewalks for sure. Well, that's cool. I don't think I'd be able to take, it wouldn't be of much help to where we were this last weekend, though. Yeah, you're kicking it down at the old uh, 
at the lake. Yeah, we lake had some, of the Ozarks. Lake of the Ozarks. We had some uh, uh, some friends that uh, friends of well, they're mine too. But really, Becca went to high school um, with this girlfriend, and they have a lake house, and it's got you'd appreciate the history. So it used to be the house of Willie the Rat Capistano, I think it's his last name, and he was a mob. He was a mobster. Mobsters have lake homes. Uh, well. Apparently, when you're, he was, was I think, hideout I, I think it was a lieutenant for Tom Pendergast. Mm. So, and apparently it's pretty well known lake house down there and they, they bought it and they, they've added to it a little bit, but you know, they live a, within certain radiance, radiant, uh, a radius of their house. People will say, Oh, you live in Willie the rat's house. I get, I get it, but they keep waiting to see. Money will float. Yeah, I'd be digging around somewhere. There might be like some booty hidden somewhere. Yeah. Well, with the renovations, they were hoping they would dig something up or hoping not to dig up like a bag of bones. Yeah. Like money would be good, a dead body, not so much. Not so much. So we had a good time. We go down there with them every year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, come on, man. It's offensive (laughs) to me. I'm sorry. I'm not somebody that just bottles this shit up. It's offensive that you travel with another couple. Oh, which is going to be the subject of today's conversation. Exactly. <laughs> Betrayed on this episode. Hey, I wasn't invited over for eggs and beer uh, on World Cup Day. Brunch is one thing. Like, <laughs> physically sleeping under the same roof is something oh, totally different. Something. Oh. I'm not going to let up on this. Well, we I might have to find some friends to start traveling, traveling with. All right. Well, we did some kayaking. Sounds lovely. And paddleboarding. And that was pretty much it. I know Becca likes paddleboarding. She likes paddleboarding. She was so, she was practically hitting the kids with the paddle to make sure she got off all by herself. Well, that's, that's more of an adult activity, you know. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. Yeah, it should be. And she made it, and she made it so. So what are you looking forward to this weekend? I mean, we're going to be hanging out a little bit. There's some parties going on this weekend. Yeah. We're yeah, we do have a uh, soiree. Um, I don't know. There's that new brewery opening up in Lee Summit. I'm fairly excited about new Axiom. What have you heard? Uh, I just I've seen it promoted a lot, but yeah, I've just seen. I mean, uh, I've seen some pictures on Instagram and whatnot. Their facility looks pretty cool, and uh, you know, I've heard the beer's pretty good. So yeah, you know, me and uh, visiting a new craft brewery. That's it's one of my favorite things. I've seen a little bit about it because that, uh, I think it's Alana. I'm going to, I butcher her last name, 113KC. Yeah. We had her on up next. Yeah, she posted on the blog. About them. Yeah, she's been posting a lot about them. Matter of fact, I just joined a beer group on Facebook. I didn't know there was a big, be one reason maybe for you to get back on Facebook. There were, there are 15,000 members of this Kansas City craft beer community. I don't and need to talk to 15,000 people on Facebook. About beer? No. All right. Well, I've seen quite a bit about the brewery there. Where is it? Is it downtown? <clears throat> is it downtown? I'm not exactly sure. I I would assume it's down there with like fringe and whatnot. But okay. I'll have to make a we'll have to make a trek. It's not going to happen this weekend, unfortunately. What about Friday? Uh, Friday, Sadie's having her half birthday party. Mm. So. That's a problem. That is, yeah, All right. it's a problem. I don't think it's going to happen. It could happen Sunday, potentially. That would probably be the better day anyway. Yeah, yeah that's fine. It, it could happen on Sunday. I, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, other thing that's going on, we're going to have to talk about it, but uh, 
because I've talked about it ad nauseum from at my board meeting is uh, French festivals going on last weekend at French festival. They're having best in show and all sorts of, I guess they're doing some sort of mashup I heard of like the Mesner puppets mm. meet the heart of America Shakespeare festival. So it's puppets doing Shakespeare Ooh, as part of that the, sounds promising. It does sound promising. Now if they're offensive puppets like Avenue Q doing Shakespeare, that's even like taming of the true with puppets. Yeah. More like Game of Thrones with puppets. That well, that's yeah, yeah. That that would be high. Yeah, that's high entertainment. So, um, I wonder if Fringe Brewing is involved in that. I mean, that's like the perfect marriage. You would, think, you would think that you think they'd be like going to Fringe Brewing, saying, "Hey, we're having a Fringe Festival." Well, and they're fan. I mean, the story behind that because you and I asked during Tap Tour. Which speaking of, see, so yeah, I finally that got new? my. That's the new T-shirt. I finally got my wares on the Kansas City Tap Tour. T-shirt. Nice. Yes, very nice. I like it better than the other one. Uh, it is not. I kind of like the design a little bit better. I like the charcoal. I like the col- the color better, too. The, as Grant would say, the colorway. The colorway? The colorway. I don't know what the hell, the hell does that, that mean? mean. I don't know what the hell that means. But mm. I just call it colors. Yeah. It's a well, colorway. Most people call color, it. Colorway. Uh, but, yeah, you'd think they'd be the perfect sponsors because they, weren't they magicians? That they knew yeah. they would make no money in, in opening up a magic shop, but they opened up a beer yeah. craft brewery that looks like a magic shop. They're like a circus. Seems like, you know, an odd combination. Circus beer. Circus beer. It, 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 it makes some delight. I mean, wonderful stuff. Yeah. I was in heaven. Becca understood why I was in heaven when we went a couple week, weekends ago. And she looked at the board and the 30 of the beers, 18 of them were like dark as tar. And I'm like, ah, oh, ABV's over nine. <laughs> yeah. That's right in your sweet spot. That's right in my two of these and 99. <laughs> two of these and 99. Yeah. Oh, uh, the other thing that's going on this weekend is, uh, and again, there's so much stuff we've got planned. I can't do any of this cool shit. Is I'm going to go to the, the, it's the 20th anniversary of the Harry Potter books. Hmm. And so at Union Station, they're doing, uh, the Harry Potter celebration and teaching people they're brewing potions and teaching people how to do Quidditch and which I don't know how you can do without really being able to fly. I mean, you still do it. You just run with a broom between your legs. legs. Yeah. Okay. I've seen it done. Do people hit each other with the brooms? Uh, I mean, maybe some slapping, but it's not, you know, not heavy. Yeah, not it's not, it's not a weapon, but okay. Yeah. The, and this isn't happening this weekend, but the other big news, did you, so you know, Kemper Arena is being, Renovated right into this, yeah. The IV arena. arena now, it's not did even you, Kemper. Did you hear the, the news about it? It's, I thought it was all going to be basketball, like a community center primarily with basketball courts. Yeah, they are installing 24 pickleball courts on the second floor, like solely dedicated to pickleball, or Sol- is it solely- like a sport court where you could play basketball, you can play volleyball, you can play. Solely, de- my understanding is solely dedicated mm-hmm. to pickleball, right. and they're hosting. Apparently, they're hosting like three significant pickleball, like regional to national pickleball tournaments within the first mm-hmm. like four months. Wow! So, if you want to get your serious pickleball on, well, it's always been a dream to go pro. Maybe this is my this might be a, this is my move. There's an over fifty league too, like yeah. an over fifty champ. You're not quite there, but you could be in training. Well, that's perfect though. Like. It's like the, you know, like golf, man. You know, these golfers, they, they're great in their twenties and early thirties and then they start to suck and then they get old and, you know, like they can't, 
they can't compete anymore, and then all of a sudden you make the senior tour. Yeah. And, and all they, of a sudden, when you're 50, you're the youngest guy on the senior tour. You're, see, you're raking on the senior yeah. tour. I'll, I'll kill on the senior tour. Yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to give you that notice. It's not this weekend because they don't open until yeah. officially until October. I got three years, though, to okay. really hone hone my game. We need to go out and work on our drops. Yeah. We'll work on our drops. All right. So speaking of dropping some things, we're going to drop some knowledge about uh, we got this event we do every year, talking about sleeping kind of somewhat under the same roof. Although this year, technically, we will sleep under the same roof because we got yeah. an Airbnb. Yeah, exactly. Is uh, So we got this thing called BB-8, and I don't know whether it's called, well, I think because you guys start alphabetically first. It's it was Beeland. never a doubt in my mind. I always call Bowen Beeland. No, it's Beeland Bowen. It's alphabetical. <laughs> this year is year eight. You want to tell folks what it's what we do? What it's yeah, about? I mean, it was, God. Year eight, so that mean 2010 was the first year? 2011. Because I was trying to map out where the first destination was. It was New York, and it was the 10th anniversary of oh. September 11th. Yes. We the, went and saw the memorial Yeah, the I, weekend after the, the actual 10th anniversary. So it wasn't, we didn't go like September 11th. I think we went September 18th. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, every year for eight years now, we decided, let's just pick up a, a cool city we've never really been to or spent time in. And, all right, so New York, and then uh, year two, San Francisco and Napa, kind of tandem those little wine together, country, yeah. little you know city, little city. Yeah. Uh, then we did Philly, which I'd never been to Philly before, but loved that city. Uh, Chicago, Portland, Oregon, Not Oregon, Maine. and well, Portland, Maine's on the list, yeah, but we haven't made it there yet. Uh, and then a couple of years ago, we for some reason it didn't work out real well, so we did a staycation here in Kansas City. That's because my ass got laid off. And we were broke. <laughs> uh, well, we didn't know what was going. Like, we didn't know exactly what was going down. I hadn't read my severance paper. I knew some things were going to go bad. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what my severance was going to look like. If I had known ahead of time what my severance was going to look like, we should have just gone to Hawaii. Well, you were fiscally responsible. I so. was fiscally. Yeah. We were fiscally. And we had a good time because that was the first time we played pickleball. Yeah, actually it was. Because we went to chicken and pickle that. It just weekend. opened, yeah. It just opened, so. Uh, and then last year we did Minneapolis. Yep. And then uh, this year we're doing Seattle. Okay. Almost did Iceland. Almost did Iceland. Almost did Iceland, but, yeah, decided on uh, decided on Seattle. Yeah, and one of the cool things, I like how we just start, once one's done, we start planning for the, for the next. Yeah, I mean, the list is kind of, you know, baked in already. I mean, there's yeah. only so many places you want to go, I mean. Well, there's a couple that have been elusive to us, right? Like Toronto. Toronto. Kind of always been on the list. And then every time we see them, we want to go to Toronto, the airfare just jettisons to astronomical proportions. Yes. Um, now, what else? Been? Maine, Portland, Maine's been on the list. Well, we, you and I always wanted to do New Orleans, but the Which, ladies had no interest. So we just went and did it ourselves. Yeah, we went. And now they're regretting, at least Becca's regretting that. I think I would be down with going as long as we don't, you know, like, Live on Bourbon Street. Yeah. No, I, I think Becca would be the same way. I think Nashville's kind of on the list yeah. a little bit. Austin. We tend to go north. We do tend to go north. Like, I don't know why that is, but, I mean, I don't, maybe I just find cities in the south a little, like Atlanta or, you know, Phoenix, it's fine. Yeah, Atlanta, well, it's Atlanta we've been to quite a bit. At least we have, just because we have some friends that, mm -hmm. you know, friends that are there. 
And the, you're right. We do tend to go north. I'm trying to think, too, like some of the weirdest. But that's what I love, though, because we usually go September, October, and you head a little bit north. Weather is gorgeous, perfect for extended walking trips. Yes. Very and, nice uh, for your extended walk. Well, and there always seems to be a nature component. Typically, there's a nature component yeah. to this, or can be, on several of this. So which of those trips are were, would you say, is kind of among your favorites? Because we've had unique shit happen at just about each, any one of yeah. these. Like, there are moments in certain trips that will stick out to me to the end of time, but the trip itself may have not been, like, of all encompassing may have not been my favorite. Yeah. Trip, right? Well, thank so, God for Diane. She's kind of the uh, trip secretary. Yes. She takes all her little notes and, you know, something to reference back and look at. She uh, just keeps, she keeps tabs on all my gaffes. Yeah, pretty, that's pretty much <laughs> an, embarrassing moments of one of us. Yeah. Or something really strange that happened. But yeah, uh, exactly. I don't know. I was kind of surprised. Like, like I said, I didn't know much about Philly before we went there, but, uh, I really liked Philly. And then we did, you know, the little day trip to New Hope and, mm-hmm. uh, that was fun and strange. Um, <laughs> Portland was great. You know, we spent a couple of days in the city, then took a, rented a car, went up to Columbia River Gorge and Multnomah Falls, did a little hiking and had a picnic, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that was nice. That was beautiful. That area was just absolutely gorgeous. Then we got one. I mean, Port, or Portland kind of has a little bit of everything. Yeah. You can go to the beach if you go a couple hours one way. You go to the mountains the other way. You have wine country. You got, you know, the city you have some itself. hiking. Yeah, the city of the hiking uh, to the east. Um, great beer town, too. Yeah, great, great beer city. Well, like we said, I would go back to Portland in a heartbeat. There was a place, too, we wanted. It was on our list. We just couldn't squeeze it in. Was There's a place two and a half to three hours south along the beach, too, where you can do dune buggies. Yeah. That was high on the list that just, just didn't happen. Philly, if you remember, Philly was the destination where we had the government. So we were all excited to like soak up the history of Philly. Yeah. We're like, Oh my God, Liberty Bell and you know, uh, Independence Hall, Hall and the government shuts government down. shut down. There's just these <laughs> sad, generic looking signs. This, mm. this attraction is closed. Yeah. No, that was, that was unfortunate. So. Yeah, I would say uh, New York was funny because New York's always going to stick out one because it was the first, and there seemed to be a little bit of everything in New York. That's like, so great, though. Uh, from the standpoint of there was uh, the sense of history, and, and it was somber from the standpoint of we got to see the memorial, and it was just so awe-inspiring. I mean, it really, it, it really was just to think about the events that occurred there. And then after that, everything we tried to do just fell into place. Yeah, we had a lot of luck on that trip. Yeah, it was like everything that we tried to do just kind of fell into place. Just worked. Yeah. yeah. Where then conversely, we go to like Chicago, and the first event we go to plan to do is an like absolute. I'm not, still not sure what that, that was all about. <laughs> it was, what was it, the, the river? Well, it was supposed to be a remembrance, so they put these... They constru- Chicago Fire? Yeah, they, they constructed these buildings that were supposed to be a metaphor of the Chicago fi- the city, and then they were setting them out on fire as like a uh, remembrance of the great Chicago Fire. Yeah, in the middle of the river. In the middle of the river. And then they couldn't get the buildings to catch on fire. They just... 
They just wouldn't catch. Kind of ironic. It is kind of ironic. So we we're sat celebrating there. the Chicago fires. We just can't get it lit. Yeah, the buildings won't light. So we sat there for hours watching nothing, like in anticipation, with thousands of other people. I mean, there was a ton of people. The streets were just packed, lined with people excited to see these these fake buildings burn down. And uh, like we would think that, oh, oh, I think it's going. And like, no, no, not not gonna. Happen. It's not that hard. Maybe they're just being extra careful. Yeah. So what are uh, so Portland, New York? Those are obviously Philly was great. San Francisco, all the almost all these places are great. The only one that struck me as kind of a dud was probably even staying here. We had a great time. Yeah, and we hit some places. I mean, I wouldn't put it at the top of the eight or whatever. I mean, we haven't been in Seattle yet, but the top of the seven. But Chicago was. We had a good time in Chicago, but it wasn't like there was anything that was super. Memorable. The only thing that was memorable to me was, the, and I don't even remember what the hot commercial was at the time, was you and I went into Harry Carey's to watch a Chiefs game. Yeah. And there was that one guy that was cold just, cuts. Oh yeah, that's cold cuts. Yeah. <laughs> that to me is probably the most. <laughs> he was drunk out of his gourd and doing the. Yeah, cold just started calling cold cuts, and then next thing you know, like that was his name. <laughs> Watching a football game. We think of that one, cold cuts. Like yeah. the, the, nothing. Uh, well, I guess I should take that back. We had some great food. Purple Pig was phenomenal. Yeah, but I mean, I absolutely love that city. I mean, it's just yeah. We maybe didn't hit hit the high points on that one. On that one. So, what? Speaking of high points, what are some of your most memorable kind of high points or moments in some of these some of these trips? So we talked about New Hope. Yeah, that bit. was just creepy. I mean, it's like a little. A little sleepy river town, just uh, like an hour north of Philly, and we were sitting there having a drink. We're, yeah, we were sitting in this restaurant having a drink ca- outside. Just went into the cafe. We just ordered the beers. Yeah, and uh, the waitress was like telling us like the house across the street. It was a beautiful old like you know it's the Van Zant house. People can look it up. It's called right. the Van Zant, Van Zant house. house, and it's beautiful. And we're like, wow, that's gorgeous. And they're like, oh, yeah, that place is haunted as shit. And we're like, what do you mean? And they. The waitress was telling us about all this, you know, crazy, creepy stories that there's some people that won't go anywhere near that place and um, didn't know what to make of it. Uh, and then all of a sudden, what, that storm kicked in? A storm kicked just up. kicked up and lightning hit behind the Van Zant house and not hit a, hit a tree and the tree fell on power lines and they dropped live lines, dropped into the middle of the street. And there were people walking in the street. They had to, like, jump out of the way of the power lines. Right. And duck out of the way. And they had just delivered our beers. And the ladies were like at out on the patio and the live lines are like kicking back and all over the place. Well, they get the power's out. Yeah. This restaurant's pitch black. And we were gonna have lunch and they're like, um, we obviously won't be able to serve food, but sit here as long as you like and enjoy your beers and <laughs> and it was all right at this creepy haunted house. A creepy intersection. Well, we basically got about halfway through our beers, and then the restaurant manager said, yeah, I know what we told you, but you need to get the hell out of here. And remember, they walked us through the kitchen. We went in through the back. Through yeah, because they go out the front, the power lines were laying on the ground. And then we went over to the Tex-Mex place with the super, or maybe in a Cuban place with super nice patio. Yeah, that was and they Cuban. Just, yeah. yeah, it was a Cuban place. And they sat, and they told us that they had had a parade at that uh, in that town what was it, two weeks before, and they had a horse that was perfectly healthy around that corner during the middle of the parade seize up and die. So apparently weird shit happens at that place all of the time. 
you could almost feel it. There was like a weird energy around that place. Yeah. You can you can stay at that place, folks, for about five hundred dollars a night if you'd like. So I looked. I Not looked me, it up. boy. I looked it up. What what else is on the list? The other thing that was cool about Philly, while you're thinking about that, was Big Charlie's. Yes, that was a very unique situation. Arrowhead East. Yeah, a Chiefs bar in the middle of Philadelphia. I mean, Eagles fans are rabid. They're crazy, like loyal and and stuff. But yeah, we went. Couple miles from downtown, and there's this cool old, you know, sports bar, and 100% Chiefs. Yep. We went watch the game. There's, I don't know, 100 people in there, just Easy. packed, all wearing Chiefs stuff. I mean, just it was it was weird. You and could they, almost fool yourself into thinking you were here. Yeah, well, except their accents. Yeah, yeah. And they heard us speak, and then immediately whipped around like they're not from here. And then they were super nice to us after. They were like, are you guys from Kansas City? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So that was cool. That, that place was cool. What else, what else on the, on the list? I think we almost probably need to do like a whole Napa. We could do a whole episode probably on Napa. Yeah. We had a really good time there. Yeah. I mean, I love wine country. It's so gorgeous. And, uh, we hit some really, really cool places. Yeah. I think we could, we could do that. So round pound, round pound. Yep. Yeah, round pound. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah, Philly, Philly makes the list. Maybe we just did a whole episode on Minneapolis and beer. Cause that's essentially yeah. what we did too, was drink and eat. Yeah. That's and, a good time. Minneapolis. We went to Stillwater though. Too. Yeah. That shopping. was, uh, that's kind of, you know, the out of the city day trip that we take. Yeah. Just a cute little river town. So, um, our next trip, what are you looking forward to? Seattle. You, have you been to Seattle? Before? I was there when I was a child. But, okay. Because um, that's generally one of the conditions of these trips is like somebody in the party's never been there. Like mm-hmm. most of the people really haven't been there. Yeah. And I've spent a day, I would say I've spent a day there where I walked around. I actually went into the Space Needle. I didn't go up it, but I was in the gift shop. And, yeah. And I don't need to go up it. Did some driving around. No, I mean, uh, I don't know. It just seems like a cool city. Some some great breweries, Lagunitas and whatnot, um, some great seafood, and then just, yeah, I love that part of the country. I mean, it's gorgeous. Well, the weather. Yeah, the weather and, you know, the mountains, and it's so green. Yeah. Yeah, well, and Kathy, who we on the show, just went, she, what is it, an hour, maybe two hours west of there? Is that, uh, Olympic? Is yeah, Olympic. Yeah. National Park, and she posted some crazy pictures of, like, these mountain goats. Yeah. Just... It was that video looked like it was from the Discovery Channel. That she yeah, posted. this this feels like one of those places that you almost wish you had a little more time because there's some really cool stuff. You know, even outside the city, Vancouver's not far away. Mount St. Helens. I mean, you can go on and on, but yeah, just some some very cool things that we'd love to go see, but may not have time to do it all. Well, no, because we talked about coordinating off one day to go see some soccer. Yeah, go see some sporting and sporting and and. Uh, Seattle plane? Yeah, that just happened to work out. One of the things, so it's all, and I didn't realize this until I looked at the map, is so the Space Needle, and then uh, there's a famous artist that is a glass blower, the Chihuly Glass. Yeah, it's right next yeah, door. Right? Yeah, the Chihuly Garden and Glass is right next door. And then around, I guess a lot of the museums, they have all, it's like a museum district. Hmm. They also have a museum around the corner, a museum of pop culture. Ooh. That's right there. And it's all, I guess it's all like the artwork 
of the Avengers. Hmm. That sounds right up your alley. Is the big exhibit. Yes, I might be there by myself. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go down to Pike's place and catch me a fish or something. Catch some fish. Have some Dungeness crab or something. Well, that's what I can't wait for is the seafood. Yeah. Which is nice. I mean, you know, there's nowhere really good around here to get that kind of stuff. No. Well, even if there are good places, you pay out the nose to get it. Where there, it's, you pretty much fall down and it's, yeah. it's available to you. Very true. Yes. I cannot wait for the seafood. Uh, anything else that strikes your fancy that you're thinking about? Your no, folks? I mean, that's kind of the fun part of these trips, though. Is, I mean, we kind of have a, a list of things that we, you know, Maybe we'll do this stuff, but it seems yeah. like we have the most fun when we just kind of see where the road takes us and, you know, let it come to us. Yeah. How much of our, I'm trying to think back, how much of our New Orleans, because you brought up New Orleans, we had a huge list. I mean, we were even still working on a list as we were taking that initial Uber ride mm-hmm. to the hotel. How much of that list do you think we even hit? Yeah. not. A, I mean, a few days, you can't really cover everything, but you can no. hit, hit the high points. Hit maybe half, maybe half of that list. All right. Well, folks have any suggestions about Seattle? Doubt the show's going to drop before we go. And we'll do a recap of it when we get back. You want to do that when we get back? We can do a recap of Yeah, of course. Do a recap of Seattle and we can compare it to some of the other places we've been, like particularly Portland. Yeah, it'd be pretty, similar. Yeah, it'd be kind of natural to do that with Portland. We'll do a recap when we get back. Uh, but if you have suggestions, definitely send them our way if you hear this. Uh, even after we've gone, if we come back and do our recap and you're like, you dumb fucks, why didn't you go do this? Well, we'll, we'll listen. May not agree. We'll at least listen. Excuse to go back. I'm I'm down with an excuse to go back. So with that, no relationship, no relation at all, really the triple D this week, but we need to launch into the, the triple D of the week. The triple D is actually really more a reflection of the being on the heels of NBA Summer League. Yeah. And the fact that you're a hardcore Lakers fan and you were really struggling with having two Kansas Jayhawks on, Thank a, God. La- on a Laker roster. Thank God Magic came to his senses, said one of them got to go. Yeah. So. And he's pretty talented. And he replaced that Jayhawk. With a wildcat. With a wildcat. I mean, it can't get any better than that. Which made you have, which made you. Oh, happy. yeah. He's maybe the best K-State player ever. That yeah, made you really, made you really happy. So in honor of that move, I guess I went ahead and selected this week's triple D mm-hmm. more along that flavor. Because if Malik Newman, who was a top five recruit, can't make an NBA roster. Most parents are freaking crazy. So this week's Triple D move, and for folks out there, what we do is throw out a scenario and discuss whether it's a dick, douche, or dumbass move. This week's Triple D move is what do you call the sports parent who think their kids are going pro? What do you call that sports parent that thinks their kid's going pro? Mm. Particularly if the kid's like eight. Yeah, I mean... uh... I'm a firm believer the worst part of youth sports are the parents. I mean, the ones that just get way too into it. And uh, I coached my youngest daughter's basketball team for a couple of years. Yep. And uh, they always have a coaches meeting because, you know, it's kind of up to the coaches to police their own parents. And uh, 
I'll never forget. I don't even like Bill Self, but I remember the head of the organization said, I remember talking to Bill Self once and Bill Self was very adamant. Like we are not sending scouts to your kids, eight, you know, eight year old basketball game. Like it's not going to happen. Like it's like less than one quarter of 1% of kids are even going to get a look like, yeah, you know, Chill out, let yep. your kid have some fun, yep. and don't get in the way. Yeah. Well, that, that reminds me of the Bill Self piece of this. Reminds me of, so I took G, how old were you, seven? What? what? When we did the overnight, Bill he Self, the, the, no. the Jayhawk, we did, so one of the coolest things, and it's really more for the parents and the kids, is up until like age seven or eight, you can go to a KU basketball camp and it's like an overnight for the parents and the kid. They both get yeah. to go. And on the second day, they separate the parents from the kids and they take the parents to an auditorium where they do kind of like a mock press conference with Bill Self. And Bill Self spends about the first 30 minutes talking about how we're all crazy. How all you in the, all you parents in this auditorium, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you paid your $250. Yeah. But you're crazy. And then he goes, look, we'll call you. Don't call us. Was kind of the, was kind of the message. Don't piece together some, (laughs) some video of your kid, you know. No. Yeah. If, if he's good, we'll, we'll hear about him. Well, and then, uh, then what was funny about that where there were some parents from like Western Kansas and they're like, but what if we live out in Western Kansas? He goes, look. If your kid's that good, we will find your kid. Now, we might have to steal them from before they go to Wichita State because we didn't really recruit them. But then when Wichita State recruits them and we saw that they're good enough to make Wichita State, we'll go, hmm, I wonder who that is, and go, oh, we saw some tape. We'll bring them here. Yeah. But we'll find them. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Dean Wade for K-State, you know, his high school class was like 12 people. Like, his town is so friggin' small. It's smaller than, like, your street. Yeah. And he got a D1 scholarship. Yeah. Like, they'll find. They'll find. All right. So what is this? What is this move? The What do you call the sports parent who thinks their kid's going pro? Dick, douche, dumbass. I'm going straight dumbass. Because they're just delusional. Okay. Yeah, I delusional... I'm even thinking aligning you with dumbass, but for more of a logical reason, they can't do math. Well, that's the thing too. Like, if you're the best, if you're the best player on your high school basketball team, you might get a sniff. You might, you might get a sniff to go play in college. You might get a look, a look, but yeah, they're not combing the, uh, the, uh, you know, but that's just to play in college. We're just talking to Malik Newman, who was one of the top I guess pro's a whole nother level. Pro's a whole nother yeah, level. Yeah. yeah. Well, considering there's what, 350 Division One basketball teams and there's 30 NBA teams, like, you know. Just do the number there. You could be the best. Yeah, you could easily be the best player in your, your college team. And not be good enough. Not be good enough to play in the pros. Now, we're talking about the NBA. You could play overseas somewhere and, you know, they're like. I don't think parents are like, I hope my kid goes and plays in Turkey. <laughs> Like, that's not my dream. Like, no, he needs to be playing for the Lakers. He needs to be playing in the league. So I agree. I'm with you. I think it's dumbass. 
I'm with, but more just strictly on the numbers going, unless you can jump 19 feet in the air and you can lift a grizzly bear. I, I get it. You love your kid, man. Like, (laughs) but yeah, it's just a math number. I mean, math problem. It's a a math problem. problem. G, what do you think? Uh, I'd say dumbass. Dumbass. All right. You you don't think you're making the league, do you? No. Okay. You remember the kid in the Y, though? Oh, LeBron. His mom named him LeBron. Yeah, yeah, and and she cheered like. I think he's even more screwed at that point yeah. when mom names him LeBron. Mom <laughs> named the boy LeBron, and she had the clap that was like the the cheer that I don't remember what. She bring the talcum powder and no, she she didn't do the whole talcum powder thing, but. She, the way she would yell LeBron was almost like it was an Eddie Murphy movie where it's Hercules, Hercules. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, you go, LeBron. You go. <laughs> so, kid, can't, kid can't dribble, but he's named LeBron. So. Named LeBron. So he's, gonna he's already it, got a leg up. He's going to make it to the league. So, all right. Dumbass all the way around, everybody. Dumbass. Your kid's not making the show. So with that, thanks for hanging with us, everybody. If you enjoyed today's episode, Go out to the He Says, She Says Casey Facebook page and like, follow us if you haven't already. Remember, you can catch us live on Facebook almost every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central. Chad and I might decide to do, are we in Seattle on a Wednesday? No, the day before. Oh, it's the day before. So we might do a show right before we go to Seattle. Mm -hmm. Also, check out the He Says, She Says Casey blog. You can also subscribe to us, rate, rate us, leave us a comment, please. On your favorite podcast platforms such as iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Take care, everybody. 